three, two, one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? And good afternoon, Middle Tennessee, and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board, and we have got our long-distance... Station manager, we got him back from the left side of the United States. He's come back to the right. And uh, Clayton the Claw Harris is in the studio with us today, and he is going to give us a quick report on Las Vegas and his – this is your first time. This is your this, – this first, first time as an adult, yeah. As an adult. Which makes a big difference. Well, <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Yes, it makes a difference. Absolutely. You, you can actually go places now, huh? And, <laughs> and do things. And so, all right, Clayton. So, when you were out there, the Las Vegas Knights clinched the Stanley Cup. Can in real give us a synopsis of that day and that night. Tell us. Uh, well, let's see. Um, that was on a Tuesday that night? That was on a Tuesday. That was the actual day of our anniversary, and we had a little ceremony and this and that or whatever. Um and then afterwards, we went out that evening for dinner. And when you say we, now you had a group of people with you. I mean, there was probably ten, eight or ten of you out there. Yeah, there was there was ten of us. Okay. Um, so uh, we went out. We went over to Caesar's Palace um, to Club uh, Omnia. Omnia. O M N I A. And that now that now tell us this place, this this nightclub at Caesar's Palace is the second rated best nightclub in the world. Correct. Correct. Like on the planet. Yes. Um, and we were not, we were not on the list, but we were uh, actually able um, to talk your way in. Was it? We actually had a guy who came up to us who was a promoter, and he said, y'all just come with me, and we got in. And <laughs> so we went in, which we were all dressed up. And so, okay. You know, so, it, you know, they, they knew we were probably going to. As they say, dressed to impress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we went in, and. Uh, I'd say about one o'clock, uh, some of the nights started coming in. Now I couldn't tell you a single name of any of these guys. Some of the Las Vegas Golden yeah. Knight team uh, players started to come into yeah. Omnia. Yes, and the reason we knew that uh, we had met up with these. Uh, uh, my wife is about five foot eleven. She's tall. There was this other lady who was there who was about six one, and so she was excited to see somebody else there that was a female just as tall as her. So we started talking. They were from Canada. And they were huge hockey fans, and they apparently knew some of these guys. So they're the ones that told us, like, hey, they're going to be here in just a little bit. They had been at the game. And um, so and they that, could point out who is who. What who? I mean, what player? Mar- March and Salt, March and Salt, Assault. And you know, they're, they're, big, those- they're big guys. I mean, some of these guys are like football players. So, you know, they're, they're big. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I um, – 
you know, again, I'm not into hockey a whole lot, but we were there having a good time, and they came in. And um, so, what did the place pretty much? Did the roof come off the off yeah. of the place when they? Yeah, they, they you know, <laughs> it was on. Yeah, they say. exactly. So I mean, it, I, there's no telling how much money that place made that night, but it was uh, it was fantastic. It, it, it was a good time. The, the whole experience was a good time. And and Vegas itself, and and, and like I said, I and mean, I've said this on the show before. I've been out there about the time that I think the first time that Vegas went to the finals, right? Which was their inaugural year, mm-hmm. um, and they draped the jersey over the Statue of Liberty at New York, New York, yep. and and they had one on that on one of the statues at Caesar's Palace, right? Uh, and, they, they, they they had one on again at Caesar's. Okay, yeah. all right now. And, you know, everybody, everywhere you went, of course, all the TVs were on the Knights game, and everybody was talking about the Knights, and I assume that's the way it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was all Golden Knights that night, that Tuesday. And uh, when they won, um, every sign down the Las Vegas Boulevard had, you know, champions, Golden Knight champions, and it was just – Now, I'm assuming – have they had the parade yet? Do you guys know? It was supposed to be yeah. Saturday. This, this past, past Saturday, mm-hmm. okay. And I assume they'd just go right down Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I would assume so. Right, you know. I I don't know if they went down the Fremont or not, but yeah. Well, I hope they. I know. Right after the game was over, a bunch of, there was a big after party at MGM, um, but we, uh, like I said, we chose to go to Caesars, and that's, uh, you know, we had no anticipation that that they were going to be there. We just went because it, you know. You'd heard, you know, that's the place to go. Now, you were also out there. Were you out there right as the NBA yeah. finals got over? Or was a game played while you were there? Yeah, game was played that Monday, and Magic 8 Ball did was. Did you wager? Oh, I did. I, it you, won both. Yeah. You called me about the Magic 8 Ball, and I gave you. The, the, the uh, heat the and heat, then the under, yeah. The heat plus the points and under. And yeah. it and it hit. And uh, I have some friends that probably owe you a little bit because uh, they all jumped on the Magic 8 ball as well. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I, I hope you all parlayed it and straight up and you named it. I don't think there was any parlays. I think it was just a couple of separate bets. Now, I did have one buddy that, that went with the Nuggets and uh, – yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah. Tell you whoever say, that is. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I'm guessing who that is. But whoever that is, you just tell them they need to have faith in the magic. Well, he's one of our listeners too, so I'm sure he'll be listening and, <laughs> and, and he knows, he'll know. He knows that, we're talking. Yeah, about we're talking. So, yeah. So the eight ball came off of your snide. It it, it <laughs> did. It did. It, it when it was way overdue to finally <laughs> yes, get a, put a couple of winners it, together, yeah. and uh, I think that he was getting eight and a half that night. Nah, the, we got it nine, and the total was like two ten, yeah. something like that. Two ten and a half. Maybe. So under the two, and it was ninety four to eighty nine was a five fine. point game. Yeah. So and yeah. did you see many Nuggets fans out there? I mean, yeah, there's quite a, yeah, there's quite a few people walking around with jerseys on or. Mm-hmm. or you know, some type of merch, wearing some type of merch. So. Yeah. The sports book, there was quite a few Nuggets fans there. <laughs> well, that's great. And, uh, you know, I told you about Circa Sportsbook. Yes, an and incredible by, can venue. I, can I – I'd like to say something to our listeners. We're not getting paid by the city of Las Vegas to talk about Las Vegas. I just find it fascinating that the Claw's first time to Las Vegas – he came back with more money than he left with. I really did. And yeah. went out there for the finals of the NBA and the NHL, and the Stanley Cup was won in Las Vegas by the Golden Knights. So and I think there was, awesome a, there was a horse race uh, that Saturday before I got there. That, so. The Preakness was yeah. Saturday before. Mm-hmm. But um, So he had the perfect storm of success. Yeah. Getting, 
Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't count on that happening every time. <laughs> so downtown, so this new sports book and casino, the Circa, yeah. C-I-R-C-A, um, they had this huge, and I mean like huge sports book. It's like four, it's like four stories It's like tall. an amphitheater type deal. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. These huge screens all the way around. I mean, it is, it's pretty cool. It really is. Yeah. It, uh, and you walk in there and you, don't you know you you kind of look you think what is this you're not really sure what it is then when you start looking around and see uh the ticketers where you go up and place your bets and then you see the 20 30 foot uh ultra high def screens with games on and the odds rolling on a ribbon or ticker whatever you know up above and all around then it kind of sets any of this place is huge it's gigantic and uh circa is really it's it's pretty neat. It, it really was. Uh, the whole Fremont experience was was really neat. I, I wouldn't suggest going there during the day, but going at night. Um, With the canopy that lights up, and they, mm-hmm. they shut everything down at, on the top of the hour, and then they play the music that is sequenced with the – with the, the lights, yeah, the animation, the screen, yeah, the animation over the canopy over Fremont Street, yeah. which is all totally obviously a free show. And, and I, I really think that's something that people. I, if I, if I went back, I would I would probably stay downtown. Just to, well, we've stayed at the Golden Nugget before. Okay, yeah, and yeah. It, and I, you know we had a pretty good time. Yeah, we went into Binion's for a little while. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, we we went to Fremont and we were there really late and had a really good time and. And uh, it's, just, I, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. Come third, I will never go for four days again. No, I, th- I think three, three, three is, is enough. Three minimum, three maximum. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think that's about where we should. That's about my wife and I because normally if we stay longer than three, the fourth day or fourth night we're we're normally in the bed watching TV of some sort just because you know you just kind of your senses are just worn out you know you we, you're kind of on fun overload for seventy two hours and then your body just kind of says okay I gotta lay down and I gotta take it easy this, I, this, you, you gotta re, you gotta remind folks and then we we talked about this a lot that it's not a race it's a marathon yes so, and yeah. you've got to pace you need it you, well, need, they, you need a pace car they, uh, they also very carefully make it to where you don't know what time it is what time right. of day it is oh, well, there, now, there are no now, windows they will, no. they will shut the pool down early though now, they, every pool there shuts down by at least six o'clock because they want you to go back freshen yeah, up oh, yeah, relax go, rest sure. and get ready to go sure, out sure. And, yeah, and stay yeah. all night at the casinos. <laughs> Correct. I, I definitely think the peak pool hours are later in the morning or early afternoon. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, Eleven then, to two, it's it's right, wild. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, no, good. It, 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 no, it was a good time, I, and I appreciate all the tips. We went to the Golden Steer, uh, a place that had a good stay. Yeah, I, I mean, mean had they a, got us a, a booth where Frank Frank Sinatra used to sit. You know what? Sit. That's exactly where we. So was it a. a yeah. <laughs> That's exactly where we sat the last time we were there. Muhammad Ali had his own booth there. Yeah. Uh, Elvis. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the whole Rat Pack used to eat mm-hmm. there. Elvis would, would eat there every time he came to town. Yeah, and I understand why. Uh, I got the New York Strip, and it was incredible. It was really good, and <laughs> well, I couldn't be happier for you. I mean, that's all. That's, well, that's awesome. Yeah, it, ready, it was a good time. I'm ready for you and I to go out there and, and crank it up. Yeah, you know? I'm, t- I'm. I'm telling you, man. It um, football season's fun. A, a NFL Sundays out there are, are a lot of fun, and I, you I know, cu- I couldn't imagine. You know, in the what about big, March Madness out there, or, or what about a, a college football playoff championship or a Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl? I mean, I, my goodness. I mean, it would be, it would be incredible. I, Super Bowls, a lot of I've been to about. I, 
we've probably been out seven or eight Super Bowls out there. We I'm were, talking about Vegas hosting one at their stadium. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine what that place would be? Now, were you, were you out there during the uh, soccer match? If there was the one. The Mexico, there. United States, in Allegiant, in Allegiant Stadium? Or do you, do you I, do, I, I don't think so. Okay, well, there was a yeah, soccer. He missed, he missed all the excitement there. The United <laughs> States men national team. Uh, they played, won, though, right? They won 3 nothing. There was but, a lot of uh, controversy, yeah, though, there's right? A, there's a lot of uh, – there was a very pro-Mexico Mexico crowd, and they – There was some fighting. Hurled, yes, they, they, ejected, they ended up nine on nine. They, they'd ejected four players and ended the match at nine on nine. Obviously, I didn't know this, but when you're ejected out of a soccer – game you don't get to put in a sub you just go a man short yeah and they ejected four players in that game two on each side and they were playing nine on nine at the end of that game and then they cut it with five minutes left due to extra extended play or what they soccer has in what they call injury time because they don't stop the clock if somebody gets hurt they don't stop the clock so there was keep it it was five minutes left and they just they just called they just they just stopped it three nothing united states there and they were throwing beers they were chanting anti-gay slurs homophobic slurs Mm -hmm. on 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 to the you know i don't know what that's all about but obviously not behave behaving badly the uh pro-mexican Pro Mexico crowd, crowd yeah. was so, um, but and anyway, it's not the first time that they had gotten in trouble about that. That's right. That's yeah. They've been fined. Up, kind of I think they've been fined by uh, the governing body, whoever that is, over six hundred fifty thousand dollars, and is and have also had to play matches with no fans. Wow. And they're they're scheduled to host the World Cup match or matches in twenty twenty six, and this could if they keep on. Mexico City, I'm assuming. I guess. Yeah, they, they keep on acting like this. They could get that jerk jerked out from underneath them. Well, so. you say the World Cup, once it starts, uh, the the whole country will be involved, and then it will end up at Mexico City or right. the, the central city that they set up now. And like you said, they're in very, very real danger of losing their ability to host the World Cup, which will put both them and the soccer world scrambling because now they've got to get somebody set up quickly. Uh, played in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have oh, the United States will be more than happy to jump into it. I, you know, they, they've been trying to get the world cup for a while and just yeah. can't quite get over the hump. How, how we lose, yeah. how we lose out to me. Countries like Mexico you know, and stuff like that. Not, you know how it is. We're, not, how it is. we're not bidding enough money. That's it. Yeah. You know how it is the World Cup. You just got to write a bigger check. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically it. the Olympics, the two most corrupt uh, entities in sports well, is FIFA uh, that decides the World Cup. We also have to understand. And the Olympics. We also, you know, they the, the rest of the world kind of thinks we have misnamed football. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Uh, you got some breaking news over there? Yeah, the uh, Stanford Cardinal. Yeah. Not Cardinals, but the Cardinal, you know. which sure. is the tree. The, well, which is one of the few sports uh, mascots in the United States that does not end in S. And there are some other ones we might yeah. – think of but there's i don't know eight or ten of them um college wise they are up two to nothing in the bottom of the first inning over tennessee over the vols and the vols vols are up against the wall elimination game that's standard operating procedure and i you know and and i want to say something and, and i said it on i said it on friday i said this is an opportunity for tennessee baseball and their team to show that they can act with class 
with class and behave and great, be a gracious winner as well as a gracious loser and do it with class and integrity and dignity. Um, and I watched the game against LSU, and they did that. I mean, and, I, and I, did I you feel, notice? I, but I, I've been watching some of the other games as well. And, and what I told you the other day, it's it's starting. They're coming back to, towards center a little bit more. Okay. And, but the rest of the league is starting to come towards them as okay. well. I saw a lot of animated excitement I get you. And, and stuff. But it was tempered. I almost everyone I saw as as excited as they were, as out out there as they were, they were all directed towards their own team. Right. Right. And, and which to me is is fine. Go ahead, you know, have fun with it. But celebrate I'd, your. I'd like your to commend success. the Vols and uh, Coach Vitella. What Vitale? Yeah, what's Tony, his name? Tony Vitello, and he is catching, he is catching a lot of heat from some Tennessee people though for not starting his ace pitcher against LSU. And it, it doesn't appear he's off to a good start today. If it's already two to nothing, yeah, well, two again, nothing bottom of the first Tennessee right doesn't now. play. <clears> as we're recording anyway. early, <laughs> do I? Tennessee doesn't play till the eighth inning anyway. So. <laughs> but uh, but I you know. In in defense of him, you know sometimes you look at the situation where you you know you're in a double elimination situation uh, with four teams, so you're looking at you know your game one. Yes, it's important, but you you might start your number two starter. That way you have number one. Either if you win, you have number one to close it out, or if you lose, you have number one to save right. your backside. And you know. And so uh, that's you damned that's, if you do, damned if you don't type there's, situation. There's a, um, yeah, there's there's a lot to to be said for that strategy. Uh, I've seen coaches use that quite successfully, and uh, in fact, I've used it in, in baseball before. And sometimes you sometimes that's why you get paid the big yeah. bucks to be the coach and make those decisions. So we'll see what happens. Okay, we're on our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, Coach Mike on the boards, and we're joined by our. Worldwide Traveler, the Claw is back in town. So uh, give us a few minutes, make a little money. We'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. It's my Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike, and it is Juneteenth. And Monday, a lot of people have the day off. It's federal holiday now, and uh, that means no mail. The banks are closed. And, and, I, y- and, yes, I, and I checked the mail on the way to the studio today. And so that shows you what a moron I am. Those of you wondering, yes, that was a dog in the background. <laughs> that is, that is, that's my boy Carl. He is uh, – He's about twelve pounds of <laughs> of fury wrapped up in a little furry long <laughs> miniature dachshund, and uh, of course he does believe he's about a seventy pound pit bull. That's so right. that's that's okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, today's Juneteenth, and so like I said, the banks are closed, the courthouses are closed, and federal buildings and federal government stuff is closed. Everybody's and- closed but us. So. That's right. We're still doing our thing. <laughs> You're still doing it. You know, the sports uh, sports never ends. Now, I, I told – No, you get tramped up even more on holiday. That's right. Because you've got more people that can watch That's now. right. So we've got the College World Series, and the balls are uh, up against it. Um, after yeah. losing after losing to LSU, and LSU's a terrific team. And oh, that, yeah. And that guy pitching Skeen, for LSU, yeah. he, you know, he Skeen, is – Skeen He lose. is – Amazing. 
And he's major league quality. He's obviously right major league quality. And it's you know you're not gonna you're not gonna fare very well against uh, dominant pitching like that. I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 one of the givens in baseball that you know if you have a very dominant pitcher, you know your offense suffers. Again, you know if you think about the idea, you know baseball, you know the way they keep stats and stuff like that in baseball. If you fail seven times out of ten. You're still considered a hero, you know. You make seven outs out of ten. You know, that means you're hitting three hundred. The three hundred hitters considered a pretty good hitter, and now you got this dominant pitcher who is he was dominant. The the umpire, you know, called a fair game. I'm not going to say it cost him the game, but he did have a wide plate con- compared to what Tennessee is used to. And when you have a guy that's this dominant, he threw forty. You know, he threw over a hundred pitches, forty eight of them. 48 of them were over 100 miles an hour. And that's, you know. And, and that's, you know, <laughs> usually it's one or two gets over the top. Over the top. He had 48 yeah. pitches. His off speed. <laughs> and that just shows you how his strong. His off speed pitches were 94, 95. It just shows you how strong these kids are. I yeah. mean, these, these young young men are uh, becoming. And, and you know. We could be watching him now, again, depending on uh, on, on the, the, the team that he ends up going to in the draft and stuff like that. We could be seeing him. In, in the majors as late as you know late this season definitely probably will see him next season well tonight lsu and wake forest play each other which should yeah. be a terrific terrific a really ba- really, yeah. really terrific ball both, game. both teams are really really hot right now and uh and florida is in the upper 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 yeah. winners bracket and for, uh, for the baseball purist the first day or first two days of the college world series has been a fantastic opening you had uh three we had three, three one-run ball games out of the first four games. Yeah, three one-run ball games that were all decided in the uh, last inning. Uh, two of those games were decided by three-run rallies in the ninth inning. They were two. You know, the the team coming up to bat was two runs down on their last time at bat, and rallied to win or tie. You know, actually rallied to win this time around. Well, on Friday, so it's a, some unbelievable, unbelievable drama and really, really well played baseball. Yeah. On Friday, you had Oral Roberts that beat TCU six to five. They scored four runs in the top of the ninth, I believe. Yeah, two. They, they were two, three runs down coming in and held on to beat TCU six to five. Um, also on Friday, Florida uh, hit two hit two home runs in the bottom of the ninth to beat. Uh, they were, UVA, they were two runs, were two runs down five. coming into the ninth. Coming into that bad time of bat, they were two runs down. Yep. Hit one to get close. Got a guy on base. The next guy, <laughs> next guy hits the dinger to That's right. walk off. Uh, That's right. And then on Saturday, Wake Forest beat Stanford three to two in a terrific ball game, and uh, LSU beat Tennessee six to three. And the which, sport, and actually Tennessee did not play. I mean, they played well. They but they didn't wake up, up offensively till. Well, again, I don't know that they didn't wake up offensively or just scheme well, was that good. Yeah, he's a little he bit. Was just, he was just probably a little bit of both. Because when he finally I, went out, when he finally went out in the eighth inning, uh, Tennessee finally, that's when they got their three runs. <laughs> so this was the, the next, you know, when the next pitchers came in, they started getting something there. So, And uh, then on Sunday, yesterday, TCU beat UVA 4-3 to three in another one-run one run, one run ball game. And then up in the winner's bracket, Florida and Oral Roberts play each other. And Florida held on in that ballgame in a 5-4 decision. Right. So, 
Um, like you said, Mike, I mean, what else do you want it's, as it's, far as as far as drama and 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 staying and watching the whole ball game? You know, baseball can get baseball could your interest can be lost if you don't have an invested interest in it, a wager or family member playing it or that's your school yeah. or team or some sort. But just to watch a ball game, you know, these games can be over by the fourth or fifth inning. Yeah, and especially in college when when the momentum shifts or the pitching <laughs> the pitching runs out and now you've got these these really, really good hitters going up against pitchers that are second, third line pitchers, but they're you know, but the team's out. So you know, out of pitchers. So they've got so they've got to throw these guys out there and you can you end up with these ten to ten to two and eighteen to four and twenty twenty two to five scores. And, and stuff like that. You're not seeing that here yet. And uh, now, to, to be said, there's a lot of pitchers being used in these games right now. Right. But that that's also works both both ways. There's a lot of pitchers being used, so they're not throwing a lot of innings. They're not throwing a lot of pitches, so they can be brought back in a lot faster than. Uh, and we're we're recording a little bit. We're recording a little bit early, so the Tennessee game will be over by the time uh, this, we, our we listeners air, but, we air. But. Um, right now, in the bottom of the second, Stanford is still up two to nothing over the Vols. I wonder if Peyton Manning is there. You know, and what about uh, the Peyton? He was, he was at he was at the first at the first game and stuff. That, and they were talking uh, about the Peyton curse. <laughs> I, you know, I, now they were. I'm just ta- you know, I'm not a I'm not I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a Tennessee course, fan, and people I, people know that. I'll, I'll testify to that. But they said there's a t- there's a there's a there's a Peyton curse. I you know he was there. Uh, what two years ago yeah. when the balls were there and went zero and two for both games? Well, yeah, baseball baseball players are notoriously known for being somewhat superstitious. So I don't know. They they may have told him to you know we appreciate the support, but do it from your TV. Well, please. and I get it. And, so, uh, but also those of us who followed Tennessee at all this year know you know you know don't you know as long as you're within four runs going into the eighth inning, you got a shot. Okay. <laughs> so. so we'll see how the balls turn out. And like I said, we're we we are recording this, so they, the game will be over by the, by the and there's my there's, there's my there's buddy Carl. There's our guard dog, yep. not allowing anybody to get in here that's not a sports fan. You cannot get into the studio. Carl. Carl. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, tonight LSU and Wake Forest, and that should be those are two really probably cream of the crop. Of of the College World Series, I would say, depending on their pitching. Now, Florida yeah. came in ranked number two. Um, did you see what happened in the Florida game where they had seven visits to the mound? Yeah. And on and ex, can you explain? And they, and they had the coach lost count, I think, because he had he had uh, well they had challenged. They use a challenge in there, which uh, kind of in the NCAA you are allowed two challenges per game. Okay. Period. And if you win your challenge, then you get to keep it. Okay. So you know, as long as you're as long as you're right when you challenge, it doesn't cost you. A challenge. It doesn't cost you. Your okay. Challenge. So now you also only allowed so many. I think you're only allowed so many visits before you. I think have to seven pull your is in my head. I, I don't know, but. You, you've got these coaches now. They're 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 almost what they call micromanaging these games, uh, and uh, so they're, there's they're having, you know, there was one game in uh, the uh, Tennessee game was uh, the guy comes in, they do all the warm up pitches stuff like he comes in, throws one pitch, gives up a home run, coach pulls him. <laughs> one pitch. <laughs> 
he threw one pitch. And uh, well, last night they've got Florida <clears throat> had their or yesterday afternoon, I guess had their ace pit their ace reliever on the mound number twenty two. I can't remember his name. And so they he gives up a run and Oral Roberts. There was five to three. Oral Roberts makes it five to four, and the co- Florida's coach comes out to the mound, and so. Florida's coach goes out there and talks a little bit, and he starts to come off the mound and head back to the dugout. And the umpire's like, "Hold on, where are you going?" He goes, "This is your, this is your seventh visit on the seventh mound visit, or what counts seventh mound? You got to change that pitcher out." Well, it's actually right. I, mean, I think it's within the the second visit within an inning. I think that's at least that's the way in, in high school and stuff like that. Uh, There's so many you you get so many you you only have a limited set of visits that you're allowed to come out and it, it's really small, like two or three. And then every time after that, every time you come out after that, you've got to. Well, we'll have to pitch. check on that. But I, I know yeah. they were talking about the seventh visit yeah. to the mound, and, and that they kept saying that over and over again. And one of the one of the announcers said, "On your seventh visit." Okay. Which is I, all, missed, I, I, I evidently I missed. That which part is of all I think all you're allowed now, maybe in in the entire game. But anyway, they had to pull their ace reliever number twenty two out because, and the reason I know this, and the reason the coach, I think yeah. the coach felt he messed up because they showed a picture of Florida's bullpen when he went to the mound. And there's nobody, nobody going. There's nobody throwing in there. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody warming up. Yeah. And I, so the announcers are going, you know what? I'm quite I, I'm, I'm real familiar up. with the high school rules. I'm not really familiar with the NCAA rules on And that. so they're like, they got to get somebody warmed up right immediately. Yeah. You know, he needs to be throwing yeah. immediately. You know, and then they said, Well, and so sure enough, they had to they had to get twenty two out, put in the other guy, and you know, See what happened. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, I know. I know. In high school, if you make two visits, you know, if you make, you know, you're on your second visit and every visit after that in one inning, you have to pull your pitcher. So you're you're allowed one visit uh, in an inning, and then uh, the second time you come out in that inning, you have to pull your pitcher, and then every time after that. You have to pull your pitcher you. if you come out. So, I got you. I got you. I, and I think that's what happens. They said, "Hey, he's up to seven. He's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be pulled here pretty soon." Um, you know, and, and you know they they counted. Oh, this is the seventh total. So yeah, after this, probably every time he steps out here, he's going to have to pull somebody. He's hmm. going to pull his pitcher. And well, so I know. Got to be know. careful. You got to be careful about doing that because uh, a lot of those coaches are what they're wanting to do is is pull in. They're going out to talk to the pitcher. Actually, they're talking to the whole infield and setting up their defensive strategy and reminding everybody uh, what they're doing. Well, I feel pretty good about my Florida bet. You know, I, I, I put a little cash on Florida. I put a little cash on Tennessee just in case. Got better odds on Tennessee. Didn't put as much on Tennessee as I did on Florida, but Florida. They're two and zero in the winners bracket. They get to, they get to sit out today. They only have to win one more game, and they're in the finals. That's pretty good. I'll take eight to one on that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not eight to one. That was Tennessee's eight to one. Florida was four to one. So, and, and in their half of the bracket, they only they they have to be beat twice now to get knocked out. And everybody else, everybody <laughs> else in that bracket, you know, is or, one, uh, Oral Roberts, TCU, and 
well, that's the, that's the only ones left. Virginia's already out. They've all got one loss. So the Stan- next loss. No, Stanford's in the bottom Stanford's bracket. Stanford's in the in, bottom bracket. In Tennessee's bracket. But uh, so, so Florida's sitting pretty right now, you know, as far as their bracket. I just, and, you know, obviously that type of bet, you just want to get them to the finals, <laughs> baby. Just get, get, <laughs> get me to the, to the finish line. And, yeah. and I'll, you know, I'll take, uh, I'll take on all comers there uh, to the uh, – to the College World Series Finals. Uh, like I said, right now, Coach, you know, sports is sports is right now and it's kind of a – Well, a, it's, a, the it's doldrums that, trans- is, yeah, it's that transition know. time. It's that spring transition where, you know, uh, the, the NFL is – they're done, you know, for about another three to four weeks. Then then training camp starts up and everything cranks right, up right, again. Right. Uh, you got baseball in the middle of their season. In fact, they're getting ready uh, here in about – Two weeks, they're they're getting ready to go to their All Star break, which is a you know is a is a week long sure. vacation for them. Sure, um, you know, home run derby, done, the home know, run derby, and all that. You know, all hockey, that good hockey stuff. has just finished up about a week and a half ago. They're they're getting ready for their draft. Uh, NBA is the same way. They just finished up about a week and a half ago, and they're getting ready for their draft. So that's the only thing to talk about is teams getting ready for what's coming. Right and nothing really other than the in season major league baseball season and, I, I and, keep, and the college world series and I keep referring yeah. referring to it as a doldrums. That's a sailor's term because the doldrums are area around the equator. When you cross the yeah. equator, it's sailors were they the wind there, just quit there blowing. are no there are no trade winds. Yeah, the winds just quit blowing. They and quit stuck, blowing, and, and you're, you're stuck there. For that's a while, right. So, so you're hoping you really just kind of move and, with the current and and a lot of a lot of ships back in the old days before motors and yeah. stuff like that. You know that they they, 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 out, they just sit out there and just wait. They can get stuck for weeks and starve to death. Yeah, you know. So but it's so that, you know, and the, that's kind of what we're doing. If you're, sports if you're really right needing now. the drama, though, the the college world series. You know, and they're and it's they're your best bet. It's your best bet, and they're playing. Each bracket is playing every other day. Yeah. So now you've got up at least until uh, next weekend is when uh, when everything starts. Uh, the you know the teams will be decided by the end uh, next Saturday. They they start their uh, their yeah next Saturday they start their best two out of three, the two finals teams. Yeah, I'll tell you what, and, and we're uh, we're pushing up against our second break. About how long we've got we. Minute or so. Minute, 30 seconds. Okay. There. Uh, last night, it was interesting to have the U.S. Open in Los Angeles because you're basically watching these guys finish up at 8 o'clock, 8.15 yeah. at night. Primetime prime time golf. That's right, primetime golf. And it's the U.S. Open in the middle of Los Angeles. And, and they got uh, Mr. Wyndham Clark, who I have no – I've never heard of the guy before this weekend. And, I mean, that shows uh, you how much – and was it Rory? Um, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy got, he got was, close he again. Got, he got second, and, <laughs> he, and, and, and you know like, they say it's like his fifth or sixth but time that he's finished in the top three. And but I'm and, telling and, you, Wyndham Clark, he's twenty. He's twenty nine years old. We're going to talk about him on the backside of the break. But he did not falter down the stretch no. at all. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Thank you for joining us. It is Juneteenth. We're going to take a little three four minute break and be right back. Just sail on. That's what you do. Just sail on. Now the Jews so fucking hate. 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. 
Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I believe that was the weekend right there, if I'm not mistaken. And I hope you all had a great Father's Day weekend. I know I did and got to spend some time with uh, sons and daughters and grandkids. You know, they're kind of at this point in time in my life, they kind of get spread out. You know, your family disperses. They work different areas of the state, uh, Murfreesboro, Chattanooga, um, here in Columbia. And, you know, the older they get, the less you see them, your kids. Yeah, and, mine, and, uh, you know, like I said, mine, mine are scattered as well. And uh, my my oldest daughter, uh, she and her husband were celebrating Father's Day as new parents of two adopted boys. They just got them here about a month, <laughs> month and a half ago. And uh, – Carl, 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 Carl sees somebody Carl, going by Carl, the door, Carl so he's had, doing Carl his job, button, and you know, <laughs> protecting look, us from the there you from go. the outsiders there you here. Go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, I, you know, mine was deliciously lazy. <laughs> right, absolutely. I had two, I had two phone, two nice phone calls from my daughters. You know, both both of them called me and uh, wished me Happy Father's Day, and the rest of the time, basically, I spent uh, in my recliner watching the College World Series couple of World Series games and uh, just relaxing. Uh, and didn't have to do much of anything. Didn't, didn't have to do much. And that's so great. Was, and, you know, that's kind of the way Father's Day should be. And um, but just enjoyed the, the, the ease, the, the time, and, and just being able to, to, to sit back and relax for a while. And like I told, and like I told our kids and, and the grandkids that made the trek from different areas of the state to Columbia to, to, to spend the afternoon with me. I, you know, I appreciate that. And, and, and everyone should, um, when, when other people make the effort to come see you and spend time with you, bring you a nice card, tell you how much they love you. I mean, you know, that's, well, they're doing something, they're doing something off on my yeah. behalf. And I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. The, the circumstances, you know, my, my youngest daughter had to work, uh, on Sunday, uh, with, with her, with her job. So she wasn't able to, she's coming Wednesday to come spend the day with me. 
And then my oldest daughter, again, lives in Arkansas, and they were celebrating Father's Day, and, you know, the new Father's Day situation with them. And we're going to be seeing them this weekend. So we're we're going to get together and okay. close to time, and I'll get my – Just a little delay. Yeah, just a yeah, little, just a little bit off, off, gotcha. off the, the, the calendar schedule. But uh, There's nothing wrong with that. It and, gives you something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, i tell you what, who else had a great Father's Day? And I'm, I didn't see any children uh, on the green celebrating with him. But Wyndham Clark, 29-year-old, won the um, U.S. Open Championship, his first major, at 29 years of age. And he just won his first tournament a month ago. He won the Wells Fargo Championship uh, just a month ago and then turned around and won the U.S. Open in Los Angeles yesterday. And, uh, you know, it was kind of weird because – Normally, when you're watching golf tournaments on TV, they're ending up somewhere around 6, 6 o'clock at night, you know, and some other programming that you're used to watching is coming on. Um, but last night, this thing went on till about 8.30 at night. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, 6.30 where they were playing, so you, right, your, your timing was absolutely, about right. But it was just kind of odd to sit there at 8.30 at night here in Tennessee watching the U.S. Open finished the final round um, as he beat second place Rory McIlroy. Um, and Roy, like you said, he's just always a bridesmaid, never a bride. In these, I mean, he's coming, I'm not sure how many times second or third, but a bunch it seems like. Seems like I'm, he hasn't won since 2014, if I remember right, as far as winning a major. He, sure. But sure. He's, been, he's been in the top five, I think, five or six times. Uh, since then so he's he's been really really close he's been within a stroke or two each time of being able but he just can't quite get over the top and they the article i was reading was that he was kind of sitting there he had finished up a little bit earlier and he knew it was just now it was a waiting game and as he heard the noise happening and stuff he just kind of realized again here i go again <laughs> and you know he's uh clark and ricky fowler who's yeah. a very ricky's a very popular golfer and has kind of kind of hit a little bit of a skid lately uh leading up to this champion to this u.s open championship and he and fowler were tied clark and fowler tied for the lead starting sunday and then fowler kind of faltered there and uh fell back a few strokes um which does happen, you know, again, golf is, is the ultimate individual sport. You know, when you are literally, you're out there all alone. Uh, it's just you and the golf ball and nobody's within 25 yards of you at that point. And it's so easy. You got a, you got a contact point of about a quarter of an inch. Yeah. And if you don't hit it right there, you know, if you hit it right there, boy, it looks it's oh, fun. It's, and it's a lot of you know. I to play it to it's play amazing. it. I, it's, I, it's it's fun to play. To me, watching it is is tough. Right. But then <clears throat> once you play it and you realize just how uh, how thin the margin of error is on hitting a good shot and a bad shot, and these guys, plus you're playing against conditions. You know, U.S. Open conditions, which we we talked about. You know, before yeah. the weekend. Um. That uh, you know, you kind of appreciate was, the you appreciate the skill these guys are showing. That open rough was was thick. Ooh, yeah, you didn't want to hit in that. Now that the I noticed the fairways there at Los Angeles Country Club, you know they were their the landing areas were pretty wide. We're talking um, 
you know, Which a lot, a lot of contributed to the scores. Right. And, absolutely. And and if you if you hit it into the rough, you basically miss hit the ball. I mean, you know, oh, I yeah. mean, you know, there wasn't there was some margin for error, but um, you know, what what kind of surprised me, Mike, was he won Clark won three point six million dollars for first uh for the US Open. A month earlier he also won three point six million dollars for winning the Wells Fargo. Now you would think wouldn't you? I mean, being a major, wouldn't you think that you would probably one of those? Wouldn't the majors pay the biggest purse? Probably out of the whole also, out of the whole tour for yeah, the year. Yeah, but you also have when you win the majors, you also win automatic bids into several. You're other, exempt from you're from, exempt, from, and so the opportunity to make more money off of that victory just keeps on. Right, you're exempt from having to qualify is right, what I mean. Right. Not you're exempt in, from the tournaments. Right. You're exempt from having to qualify. Get into the tournament. Keep that up. Once you yeah. win a US Open, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, heck, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you you're like in the master. You're like in the master. You're guaranteed you're guaranteed a spot in the masters for like yeah. ten or twelve, fifteen like, years. Yeah, yeah. There's uh so the uh the the winning keeps kind of you know, there's more to it than just winning money. And so, he, and, and so you, you get op, more opportunities, like you said, where you don't have to necessarily qualify during the week that you get to go in and now you're already in the tournament. That's right. And you can focus on that instead of having to focus on the mid the midweek. <laughs> well, Wyndham Clark, the 29-year-old winner, um, has an older sister. The uh, And you all might have heard this if you listen to the broadcast. But she had never seen her brother play in a golf tournament ever in his whole entire life. You know, I mean? do you know how much how many golf tournaments a twenty nine year old that won the U.S. Open had to play in? But this past Sunday was the first time she was at the course, hmm. and this is the first time. Now, now maybe maybe they met in person. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I would I, almost have to think that would be the case, but. Then again, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, she was at the course. I saw them, they, they hugged. But this is the first time she had ever seen him play in a tournament live, let's say. Isn't that crazy? Don't you think that's kind of crazy? Yeah, that's that's really – She must think. be really busy. Yeah, I was going to say that, or he went to school <laughs> somewhere across the country, you know, <laughs> clear go. across the country, and she couldn't get to Okay, it. we are at the end of our hour. Unfortunately, we certainly appreciate you all listening, uh, listening, tuning in to us here at 101.7 WKOM. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. For Coach Mike on the board. And Carl. The guard dog. Carl the dog right here. Uh, He does not bark on cue. (laughs) You all have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday, a little bit after 4.